Hello, ladies and gentlemen and ladies and ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's me, Jake Johansson. This is episode 52, I believe, of the Jake This of Jake Johansson podcast. This is an experimental episode from the basement of my father-in-law's house in Lee, New Zealand. I can see a tea kettle. I can see some McLean's toothpaste, which we just which we've just purchased today, and I can see some uh, pawpaw ointment from where I'm sitting. Think about it. Marmite is in the house. This is what I'm going to wear. Jake this. It feels pretty good, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here in my uh, father-in-law's basement after a delicious dinner that was uh, cooked by his spouse. Not my wife's mother. Oh, no. It's her stepmother. So yeah, here I am. Uh, let's see if I can turn on the sound so I don't have to hold this button down the whole time. All right, how's that? Does that work okay? How do you how do you get it to just be on? I don't know. I think I have to just put my finger on it. <laughs> That's the only way to do it. <sighs> okay, well, this experimental version of the podcast may be a little bit tricky because now I'm one-handed because I have to hold one finger down on the button as I... As I speak to you, listeners, and that was the sound of the uh, pawpaw cream, pawpaw ointment hitting the countertop. Uh, this is something that we, I guess we got when our daughter was a baby that we've now bought some more of because it's just so super great for cuts and cracked skin and gravel rash. Hmm. I guess we've all experienced that. <laughs> it sounds like something that happens to you at a motorcycle accident. But uh, yeah, if you're experiencing gravel rash, you might want to get some pawpaw ointment, which is available on sale here in New Zealand at the pharmacy, along with some McLean's toothpaste, which I think is quite a bit like Colgate, but it looks like it's got three layers uh, for healthy gums, strong teeth, and fresh breath. And those are the most important things. You really want to keep your teeth intact in this life, if you can, because it is a long life. And without a good pair of teeth, eating's not going to be easy. Let me see if I can solve this uh, finger problem because it's really bugging me right now. All right. I think it is recording. Okay. I think I've solved my problem. That's solid, solid news, universe, who I'm broadcasting to. Um, it's only a matter of time before my wife and daughter come back down here and, uh, and catch me in our little apartment in the basement of my father-in-law's house. Um, yeah, so our New Zealand trip has been going really terrific. I missed the horrible weather as my wife and daughter flew into uh, Wellington and were caught in some 200 kilometer per hour winds, which is 160 miles per hour, America. Yeah, they're on the metric system here. In addition to driving on the wrong side of the road, which I haven't had to do yet this visit. Um, usually I do get stuck on the wrong side of the road with a little bit of driving and it's, you know, it's scary, but it's not, uh, 
death defying. It's here's my advice if you're ever going to come to a part of the world where they drive on the left hand side of the road, or maybe if you live in that part of the world and you're going to a part of the world where they drive on the right hand side of the road, is you know, it's a lot scarier when you're sitting in that front passenger seat because you're sitting in what would have been the driver's seat. You feel like you're driving, but you're not driving, and so a lot of things happen that are very confusing to you because they're the opposite of what you thought. But then when you switch over and you actually get in the actual driver's seat and you're on the wrong side of the car, on the wrong side of the road, but you're in control of everything, your brain sort of compensates and flips over and you can do it. You'd be surprised at what you can do. And now that's not saying that uh, not a lot of accidents are caused by people driving on the wrong side of the road, which is actually the right side of the road for the country that they live in. But when they're here in this other country, they're on the... Anyway, you follow me. Accidents do happen, but generally... If you've got your wits about you, you can get on the other side of the road because you're on the other side of the car and you do fine. It's just scary when you're in that passenger seat, as, as it is scary when you're walking around and you see people um, crossing the crosswalk, you know, you're crossing the crosswalk and you see cars and there's a baby driving the car. Well, there isn't really a baby driving the car. There's just a, a young, young person. Obviously, babies aren't allowed in the front seat because of the airbag. You know that. If you're a parent, you can't have your kid in the front seat because that airbag could kill them. I've had to explain that to a number of elderly people here in New Zealand that, uh, you know, you can't have a little kid ride in the front seat because the airbag is dangerous and they, they don't understand why that's dangerous. But I don't have time to explain that to you right now. I can just tell you that it has been a uh, terrific trip to New Zealand. One of, the, one of the things that happened was yesterday we were held up when we were driving north of Auckland to here, this place where I'm staying, this basement, basement apartment in my father-in-law's house, is that uh, we had to get off the freeway. They don't call it the freeway, but we had to get off of it. It's like a freeway, America, or an interstate. And we had to get off because our side was closed going north. We were going north on the left side. And that's, again, my wife was driving, so it was a little bit unnerving to me because I was on the, I was sitting in the driver's, anyway, I was sitting in the driver's seat, but without my steering wheel. I like to have a little pretend steering wheel when I'm over there normally when we're down here. But we had to get off the road and we had to detour around and then get back on later and they didn't really have it clearly marked and we got, we got confused and we had to ask someone to let us in and of course, hey, America, you shouldn't feel bad. Everyone, everyone in the world is now an asshole when you try and push in to merge and uh, you've bypassed a lot of other people who are already in the correct lane for the turn that you want to make. We wanted to make a left turn, which in America would be a right turn you know, so we're turning the same direction of trap. Anyway, this lady did not want to let us in. And it turned out that the reason that we had to take this detour was because some nut job, former New Zealand Army dude, had uh, broken. He had, he had done a home invasion and uh, pistol whipped or th- threatened some retirees who had previously had their house broken into by some other nut job. So, you know, the... As far as my wife is concerned, you know, this is paradise. So now crazy stuff is happening here the same as it happens in America. So that's good news for me is I don't have to move here now um, because it is it, lovely not to say anything bad about New Zealand. But America is where I that's how I that's where I was born. Hello, everyone. Americans. It's a great country there. It's beautiful here. Believe me, if, if you were rich and you wanted to move here and just be on a constant camp out for the rest of your life, it would be great. But uh if you want to keep working, your your fun 
show business job, which I have. I haven't mentioned the places where I'm coming to do my show business job because that's covered in other episodes. If you want to know what my schedule is and when you come and see me, go visit jakethis.com or follow me on Twitter at jakethis. Anyway, the reason the freeway was shut down was this ex-New uh, Zealand military guy had had done a home invasion and then stole some guns and led the police on a 350-kilometer um, chase, which is in miles. It's still a lot. I don't know, 300 miles, whatever. It's more than 200 miles. It's a long chase. We wouldn't put up with it, with it in America. We would have shot him from a helicopter by then. But it took them a while, but they did get around to it. And I think he has been He's been taken out of commission, but the the freeway was shut down for 14 hours. We had to get off and do a detour because of this nut job, and uh, that's the bad news. It's a bad it's bad news when there's nut jobs on the loose, as we all know. And I certainly wouldn't wish a nut job on anyone. But this particular nut job saved me from having to sell my house and move to New Zealand because uh, he basically proved that there's nut jobs everywhere. And so um, shit happens, that happens, and uh, I don't have to move to New Zealand. That's the good news. Not that I'm not enjoying my trip. I really am enjoying my trip. It's been a, it's been a great visit. I had a terrific time in Wellington, um, this nation's capital. A lot of people would guess Auckland would be the nation's capital because it is the biggest city in New Zealand, but a lot of people maybe would guess that uh, New York City would be America's capital, but it's not. It's Washington, D.C., and we all know that, uh, people who live there. Anyway, oh, another thing that New Zealand is super excited about right now is Steve Adams has been drafted into the NBA by the Oklahoma City Tornadoes. Um, and is it Tornadoes? No, it's Thunder, Oklahoma City Thunder. I don't know all my NBA teams, and I apologize for that, America. I really, really do. But... Uh, they're super excited here about uh, Steve Adams in the NBA. He's seven feet tall, and he's playing for the Oklahoma City Thunder in some, you know, off-season exhibition games. But they're reporting all of them from here because he he is what's going to uh, to change the universe. Or he's he's he signed a two million dollar deal to play for the Oklahoma City Thunder, and I would certainly love a two million dollar deal. So I'm not going to make fun of a guy who signed one. Congratulations to Steve, and I look forward to seeing him play in the NBA later. And uh, tickets are still available for, I think, most of Oklahoma City Thunder's games in 2000. Well, I guess the season. When does it start? It's off now because someone has just won the NBA Finals. I, ah, I am such a bad American that I don't know who that is. It's not the, uh, it's not Chicago because they won the <laughs> They won the NHL thing, didn't they? Didn't they? Uh, well, what's the big sport here? Rugby. Yeah, the big uh, the big controversy here is that uh, Australia's coach is a former New Zealand All Black, and uh, if you don't know who the All Blacks are, that's the New Zealand rugby team, and that's their their world. They're the world champs, really. They won the World Cup, and uh, they're the best. And that just that may be because China and the United States don't really care about yet, rugby yet. But it also may be, well, it is because they're awesome. And uh, the Australian coach who was a former New Zealander and they've, they've canned him. He's out now or he quit or something. And who cares? We don't really care in America. I know that. But uh, rugby is an awesome sport. If you've never watched it, you kind of owe it to yourself. Because <laughs> imagine the NFL if they're all playing in their underpants. And that's rugby. I'm, it is... Uh, 
it's a it's a great sport. It's action packed, and as an American, I have to say it's hilariously violent. I mean these these dudes are cra- they're giant and they're crashing into each other hard with no helmets. Some of them wear this little it looks like a a waffle hat that they wear. That's their idea of a helmet, and only only guys who it, as as with you know the sports where you don't have to wear a helmet in the U.S. The you know the, the only guys in uh, baseball who wear that plastic Phantom of the Opera face guard or the NBA who wear that plastic Phantom of the Opera face guard are guys who have been smashed into. And I got I kind of have the feeling with rugby that's who's wearing that waffle hat. But uh, the, the, even the, the, that's the that's the minimum hat, and it's not a it's it's uh, it's like a, it's it's like not a good winter hat. But that's their protective hat that they wear in rugby. So if you haven't watched it, you really should watch it. And good luck. If you find out a way to watch rugby in the United States, um, please let me know in a timely fashion. I mean, you can watch rugby in the U.S. as far as I'm concerned, but it's uh, months delayed. And uh, so you can't really talk to your friends in other parts of the world where they actually care about rugby because you're talking about ancient history, 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 by the time they get around to it. Um, So... That's what I know about rugby. What do I know about the America's Cup, which is the other sports thing that's in the news down here in New Zealand, the America's Cup. And by the way, if you're an American and you've been listening to this and this episode has a little bit of a letdown, all I would say is I'm in the basement of my father-in-law's house and I don't, this is the best I can do. This is the best I can do. Next week, I'll be back. I'll have it all worked out. Hopefully, Nigel will, will be around. And uh, my, I think my wife st- may stop in for a little guesty on this episode, but um, I'm just doing my best to to get something out there this week to say hello, to stay in touch, and to be a part of it. And if you're out there on the treadmill right now, please crank it up. I've, I've asked you that before, and I'll ask you it again. I'm going to take a quick pause to drink a little water. So I hope you're cranking it up. Um, the other news in the news here or in the sports here is the America's Cup, which is happening in San Francisco which is a city in the United States. So I'm excited about that. And uh, there's some kind of controversy about the rules in the America's Cup. But the New Zealand uh, boat, ship, sail, catamaran, whatever it is, it's a catamaran with, a, uh, with some kind of a blade that goes down. So it rides up on the water. It, get, it actually it's, it flies on top of this uh, little sub-sea sub level wing thing. Anyway, it's an amazing, those America's Cup boats are amazing, and there's some kind of controversy about how amazing they're allowed to be. But the New Zealand boat is sailing around in anticipation of some other boats being given permission to also sail around because there's some controversy about this uh, airfoil or waterfoil under thing. And that's a thing that they give a damn about here in New Zealand that... uh, I would be surprised if any American listening even knows that it's going on. We, I suppose you would if you live in San Francisco because there's there's probably a lot of foreigners eating in your rec- restaurants and clogging up your bars talking about it. But uh, that's another thing that's happening here in New Zealand is we've 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 seen about that. They if you listen to the radio here, which we have because uh, we drive around in the car and our daughter likes to listen to the radio in the car. Um, there is a. If you have a house that you're renting out to people, there's a service here in New Zealand that allows you to um, install a uh, an alarm or a monitor, some kind of 
some kind of listening device. And who know? I don't know why the NSA doesn't have access to this because I don't know why they're reading their emails when they could put. There's a little device that you can put in your rental property that will alert you, landlord. Um, that your tenants are cooking meth in there. Evidently, that is such a problem here in New Zealand. People are cooking meth inside of these houses that they're renting. And uh, it's a problem if you're the landlord because it can, you know, it can cause a chemical uh, infestation of chemicals, carcinogens, naughty poison meth chemicals. I don't know if you saw Breaking Bad, you can imagine. It's just terrible. I mean, they're wearing masks and rubber suits all the time, and uh, they're operating in a sterilized, uh, highly controlled environment. Whereas if you're if you're cooking method just in someone's rental unit, you can imagine those fumes are going everywhere and getting into the carpet and the drapes, and it can cause a real problem if you'd like to then rent that after those people have rented it. So landlords can now get a monitor that they install in their house that will let them know that their tenants are cooking meth so that they can alert the authorities and have them evicted before their ha- before their rental property is damaged. This is evidently such a problem that there is an ad on the radio. When you're listening to the radio, there's an ad telling landlords about this monitor thing that they can install in their houses. So that that's <laughs> that's that's just a little bit of a peep show into the paradise that I'm having my vacation in, my family vacation, driving on the wrong side of the road in a Ford Focus with a, with a, it's got a nice spoiler on the back. So it looks very sporty. This is probably the, the hippest Ford Focus in the universe. I should take a picture of it and post it on the website. If only I knew how to do that. I barely know how to record this. And like I say, I could be bust. I I can have my, uh, She's not really my mother-in-law, but she's married to my father-in-law. So, so maybe she is my mother-in-law. She could bust in here any minute and put the kibosh on the whole podcast. But, um, yeah, I'm driving a hot rod here in New Zealand. And uh, I'm just looking over my notes to see what else I was going to talk about while I was here. Um, it is a little tricky. It, it is a little tricky to keep up on... Uh, on what's going on in the world. I wouldn't say we're completely sheltered here in New Zealand, but the news is different. And everyone has kind of a, they're not super crazy about America. I mean, they love it. They all want to go there. They all want to be, they want to be us, but they don't understand. They don't, they don't understand what we're up against. They don't understand why we don't have good health care. I can tell you that. They're all going to the doctor whenever they want and uh, getting healed and complaining about things that we wouldn't even understand. We wish that we could live in a world where we get to complain about the things that they complain about here as far as going to the doctor goes. Um, and, you know, not to take political st- sides, but that's just that's just the way uh, health care in New Zealand works. So uh, we haven't had to go to the doctor. We've been lucky about that. Haven't haven't been sick the whole time. We I'm surprised that more people don't get sick here because the, the way that their heating system works, I mean, the way that they heat their houses, they, they all complain about, we're here during winter because it's the reverse. Um, we're in the Southern Hemisphere. So it's summer up there in America where I live, where you are probably listening, although I'm sure there are listeners from around the world listening to the show. And in the Antipodes, there are listeners, and I'm going to be performing here in the Antipodes while I'm here. So if that's you listening to this and you're coming to see me at the Comedy Store in Sydney this weekend, thank you in advance for listening. I can't believe you're still with me. But uh, the way they heat their houses here is they don't have a furnace 
underneath the house that blows hot air into all the rooms through tubes, ducts, as we would call them. What they do is they have those little oil-filled radiators that they turn on. They take forever to heat the place up, and they suck a lot of electricity. But that's how they do it. So they're always complaining about how the, how terrible the uh, how how terrible the winter is. But it's not really. My parents moved to a place that's warmer than this in order to get away from the winter in Wisconsin and Iowa. Oh, here comes my daughter. Hi. Hi. Oh, hi. Here we are. Oh, and my wife. Come on in. Yes. Come on in, if honey. You want to be part of it, Fanula, Yeah. Would you like to be part of it? Are you excited? I was just talking about the. Uh, hi. <laughs> I was just talking about hello. how. The, hello, 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 people. Hello out there in podcast land. Yeah, you sound great. I was just telling everyone about how the um, heating works here. Oh, yeah, yeah, and New Zealanders who don't, yeah, believe in heating. The they, heating is very odd. They heat the living room. And then good luck once you leave the living area. Just good luck. And you get into the bed. The bathrooms are freezing. <laughs> yeah, the bathrooms are, are freezing. But when you get in bed, they have electric blankets. In America, the electric blankets go on the top of the bed. But here in New Zealand, they go underneath you. So you lie down on the top of a, an, electric, an electric grill. Yeah, it's, it's about being sort of lightly poached while you're sleeping. It's sort of a nice slow poach from the bottom up. It's nice. So that's what you're coming down here to do, is lie down in the grill bed. Yeah, get warm. Okay. Because there was no heat pump. Oh, and by the way, once you leave the living room area, once you get to the kitchen, you feel like you just stepped into an igloo. Yeah. So, um... The bathrooms are like igloos, which weren't probably made and caved in. Yeah, I don't. It's not quite as bad as an igloo. But anyway, I'm going to pause for a, for a minute, and then I'll be right back. All right. So, <laughs> believe it or not, I'm in my car now. I'm in the rental car. Uh, my wife and daughter have come back to the room, and uh, they've decided it's time for her to go to bed. And uh, so I'm in the rental car, trying, <laughs> trying. Trying to finish the podcast, my wife has said that she has something that she would like to talk about, and uh, I told her she could come up here and quick talk about it, but uh, it just seems like uh, she's not really interested in that. So, um, because she's putting our daughter to bed. These are the these are I, look. I am really trying to get this episode out, and I and I do get that it's from your point of view possibly a little bit disappointing. And now you can hear a lot of rattling and hand mic nonsense going on. But I'm sitting behind the wheel on the right hand side of the car, so that should be exciting to all of us. It's exciting to me because I haven't driven yet while I'm here, and I could I could drive. My um, my father in law has a little bit of. Uh, memory loss so he has asked me several times if i could put the car in the street today because there's a guy coming to service their car tomorrow and uh, he didn't want there to be a problem for him getting in and out of the driveway and his wife has tried to say well look let's leave the car in the driveway because there's a lot of town vandals who if your car is out in the street they will you know smash it open or try and steal things or just or just or just smash it because they're young teenagers who like to, to trash cars, and so don't leave it in the street. But uh, I think I told him that I was going to put it in the street, and then I never did. Uh, and it doesn't seem to be a huge problem. He's not coming out here now, although the, I, I, for some reason the headlights are on. I don't know if that's because I haven't got the door closed all the way. Let me shut the... 
Yeah, there. Now I'm in the car. Now I'm in the car with the door shut. Beauty. Um, so, oh, I wish I could remember some of the other things I was going to tell you about. We've, uh, we drove up through the country. We ate some delicious meals here in New Zealand. My mother-in-law is a uh, fantastic cook, and so that happened. I've got some new wool undershirts, which I'll be wearing back in the United States. That's one thing that you can do. If you come to New Zealand, you can get some wool undershirts and underpants and, and t-shirts and sweaters. That's uh, They have a lot of sheep here. And uh, so if you are in need of some wool, this is a great place to come. <laughs> Hello, universe. Uh, Anyway, I don't know. I don't know really how much more I, I can tell you this week. I, I do get that this is a short episode. 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 Did I say episode? And I probably have mispronounced a lot of words because it's late at night. This isn't the time when I'm meant to be doing the podcast. I usually like to do it during the day. As you know, um, quality is not one of the hallmarks of the Jake This of Jake Johansson podcast. It's really more of a homemade kind of a thing that I put together on my own. And, and it's a chance to know what it's like to be my friend and what it would be like to be my friend now if only you were here. We could be sitting in this rental car in my father-in-law's driveway having a conversation. I can't tell you how ridiculous it feels to be me right now doing this. Um, the interior lights have still not gone off, I think because the car thinks that I'm going to start it up. And why wouldn't it? Why would a person get in the car to just do a podcast in the middle of the night? That's not a thing that uh, New Zealand rent-a-cars anticipate you're being up to so the sp the maximum speed limit here in new zealand is 100 kilometers an hour which actually works out to be about 60 miles an hour about exactly 60 miles an hour but and they don't have the miles on the speedometer because the steering wheel is on the wrong side so they know you're not driving this anywhere except for a kilometer place um and it goes up to 240 kilometers an hour so that'd be um obviously more than 120 because 120 would be 200 uh well you can do the conversion yourself anyway all these lights are on there's uh yeah there's cruise control the defrosts mm, it's true oh so i was describing the whole heating thing in the u.s or in the in new zealand so there's an electric blanket so you get into bed and you're always sleeping in this sort of you're kind of cold you've got to turn on this uh, electric radiator thing or you're sleeping on an electric blanket to keep yourself warm if you got to get up and pee in the middle of the night which you do if you're a man of a certain age um which is uh, knock knock who's there oh it's me um it's freezing when you get up and go to the bed. One year, one of the early years when we came here, we had to get a hotel uh, that had a little extra room where our daughter could sleep because she was a baby and she had to go to sleep before us and we didn't want to go to bed at 8 o'clock. And so, so the room that we got was on the top floor of the hotel and it had this vent where if you went in to go to the bathroom at night, when you sat on the toilet, there was a vent blowing in off the roof that would go straight down your back, um, which is cold after you've been sleeping in the electrically heated grill bed and then you get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. So um, anyway, the heating is ridiculous. Uh, I can't go to bed right now because we have a load of wash-in that I'm meant to um, put in the not dryer. Mm, no, not dryer, America, which is where you think you put your laundry after you get it out of the washing machine. No, here in New Zealand, 
when you get your wash out of the washing machine, you hang it up on a rack and you let it dry that way. Even though it's nighttime, you don't put it in the dryer, you hang it up on the rack and uh, you let it air dry. And so we're doing the wash tonight because it's going to be rainy tomorrow and it wouldn't be able to hang outside and we had to leave the next day. So we want to give it tonight as opposed to waiting till the morning to do it and then hanging it outside, which we can't do. We're doing it tonight so we can hang it inside on the rack and hopefully the door is going to be unlocked. But as I say, there's some memory issues and security issues. I could be, I could be spending the night in the rent-a-car, ladies and gentlemen. For all I know, my wife will have locked us out of the, locked me out of the um, little mother-in-law unit, which is funny because it's in my mother-in-law's place, but it's, uh, I guess it's the daughter-in-law unit. She may have locked me out of there and I might be locked out of where the laundry is being done upstairs. Although I can see my, um, father-in-law's bathroom light is still on so i think they're still up and i'll be able to go hang up my laundry on the rack this is really a great episode and i so thank you for hanging in there um rugby fans america's cup fans all of you i can't wait to get back to the united states it really seriously if you are depressed about being an american or you feel like your life is not great I encourage you to go visit other countries. This is a terrific country. New Zealand is super beautiful, and the people are really nice, and you can get some delicious food. Um, it is a little bit expensive. I mean, we went out the other night. I went out with my uh, two uh, brother-in-laws and my sister-in-laws, and, and we went out and had a I had an individual pizza and two beers, and it was $47, which would work out to still be around $40 American, which is a lot you know, to me, to have a little, little pizza and a couple beers and have it be 40 bucks. That's one of those $12 nights in America, in America. Um, but what, what really do we stand for if it's not cheap, cheap, uh, pizza and beer, America, knock, knock, who's there? It's us cheap pizza and beer, America. Anyway, um, looking forward to our last night in New Zealand, which will be tomorrow. Well, I think we have two more nights. We have tomorrow night and we're going to go out to the pizza place here near my father-in-law's place. We're taking everyone out to dinner, my wife and I and our daughter, I suppose, officially. She's taking everyone out to dinner as well. Um, and we'll probably eat some individual pizzas and we'll drink some um, wine and we'll be eating in this restaurant in um, Matakana, New Zealand called the Rusty Pelican where they charge you for water which they claim is because um, water is precious. They collect all their water and rainwater from the roof, and it is a restaurant. And so if they, if they just gave it away to people, it would get all used up. And so they have to buy water from outside, so they charge people for water. And then they give all the money. They say they give all the money to proceeds, and they pay for the water that they have to buy out of their profits. But uh, who knows if that's true. But it is an annoying thing to... <laughs> to come to another country where it rains a lot and have to pay for water. But that's something that we're going to be doing tomorrow night at the Rusty Pelican. And uh, we were going to go to the movies, but the movies start at 3.15, and that is just not something that we're, we're not going to take time out of our day to take my uh, my father-in-law with his you know slight memory problem to go see a movie during the day. I don't think that's what we're going to do, even though it's going to be raining. So maybe that is what we're going to do. Maybe I'm going to be spending the night in the car. I've already mentioned that. And if I do, <laughs> this episode is going to be super long. You're not going to be able to get through it. I encourage you, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, to go back and listen to that. Because I I was really proud of that one. This one, you know, 
it's not that I'm not proud. <laughs> well, I'm not proud. It's like I'm proud of all my children, but that one, seriously, uh, he is going to be living at home for his whole life. And that's how I feel about this episode. It's going to be living at home for its whole life. Anyway, thank you folks for listening. And uh, it's... It, <laughs> I, I can't even believe that I did this episode. I, I was I was in an apartment. Now I've been in a car. I don't know where else I can go. Well, maybe I'm gonna pa- I'm gonna pause and go see if I can get into where the laundry is gonna be hung up because that would really just be the topper on this whole thing. You could hear my wife a little bit, and we could hang up some laundry and bring it on home. All right, if you're still listening, crank it up. I think it's totally time for you to have a beer if you'd like to go for it. Hang on. Oh, 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 oh. No. No, I, I was on. Hang on just a second. Yeah, that's all good. Okay, we're back. There was a little technical difficulty. I'm sorry for the pause. I don't know how to edit that out because uh, because I'm in a rental car in New Zealand. And now my wife is here. Hi, honey. Yeah, yeah I'm sitting in the rental car while my... Yeah. Super good. I've basically outlined the whole thing. I've, I've explained that your dad has a little bit of a memory problem. I may be asked to move the car while we're here. But... Uh, yeah, he could come out in the middle of this and yeah ask you for the hundredth time today if you could move the car. Have you told him that my dad has Alzheimer's? Well, I didn't really say Alzheimer's, but I did say that he has a memory problem. But uh, mm. yeah, I think people probably know that. Did you want to? Did you want to tell the other story? Well, okay. So this is what I got told this morning at breakfast that my dad. I got told this story too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, you got told the story too, but it's my dad, so I can I'll tell the story. So my dad gets the glass that has the toothbrushes and the toothpaste in it. He takes well, the wait, toothbrushes hang on. and the toothpaste out. Hang on, though. This is this is not your dad. So this is your... This is my stepmother telling me that this is what my dad did. She can't find the, br- the, the glass that the toothbrushes go in. She's wrong. My dad did not do this. I just can't see, you know, I can't see having a memory problem to the, you take the, the toothbrushes and the toothpaste out of the glass that they go in. You take a pee in it, which is apparently she said what he did. You piss in it. And then you go, oh, look, that's great. I peed in that. Where should I put it? Oh, I'll put it in the cupboard for someone to find later. That's a really good idea. That's what I'm going to do. And that's apparently what he did. And then Hillary... Yeah, well, she, she found the glass. She couldn't find the glass. She's bloody well lying. <laughs> she couldn't find the glass. <laughs> she went looking for it. Then she finds it in the cupboard. She thinks it's full of whiskey. She, she thinks he's been drinking whiskey, which he's not supposed to have. And then she, when she asks him whiskey about Whiskey is it, not yellow. Yeah, no, it was whiz. It was whiz. And and then, uh, well, I, look, there's no way to know exactly what he might have been thinking. But, uh, you know, my guess is, you know, you think you're making a, you're putting a sample together. You're going to the doctor, you pee in a cup, and then you go, oh, what do I do with this? No, put he it thought he was at the doctor, and the cupboard, the bathroom cupboard became the special cupboard that you get to put your pee in when you go to the doctor. Except he wouldn't know that because he couldn't remember that that's what you do. Also, he's the wrong sex. That's what ladies do every time they go to the gynecologist. They have to pee in a cup and put it in a special cupboard. He is the wrong sex for this mistake you to put, have been made. You put, you're wrong about that, honey, because everyone pees in a cup. 
You don't isn't, be in isn't that, as much isn't that, as, isn't no, that right, not. America? No, we have to be in cups way more than you blokes have to be in cups. That's just the bottom line. I can't believe that of all the things about being a woman, <laughs> that's the one that you've chosen to complain about. I'm not because complaining about I, it. I so I'm feel just saying, like I would, when you have I a baby, you're being in a cup every other second. It's like being in a cup, being in a cup. Oh, that's right. I remember going to be in the cup. Well, but, I would pee but, in way more cups. If if that's all it took. Anyway, to make my you dad happy. had a brainwave. If that's all it he... took to make you happy, I would pee in way more cups. <laughs> I, don't give a, I don't give a pee. About don't well, pee in a cup for me, please. Because well, that is I'm not going saying... to make me a happier woman. I'm perfectly happy. I'm just a bit sad that my dad has to pee in the toothbrush cup it, it was and a put it in a cupboard. Story. It was a little As I said again, my stepmother is lying. Do you think she made that up? Come on. No, but she couldn't wait she to tell us. No, I hadn't even had a cup of tea this morning, and she told she me that. T- well, she had told it to me already, and I had already told it to you before you got up there, and he told, she told it to you, right? Yeah, she's going to write a letter yeah. to the paper and tell them now, too, probably. No, she's not. Uh, look. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're doing it on a podcast. <laughs> My whole thing is this episode is kind of under duress because I started it downstairs in a little apartment, and then I was evicted to the car. Now you're in the car, and now we're talking about, about your father peeing into a glass i'm just saying i'm what's really happening america if you're still listening <laughs> yeah is, hang in with us please i'm waiting for the washing machine to beep so i can go in and hang up our clothes on the little drying rack before we go to bed except that my father will have forgotten that you're doing that so he will have locked us out of the house and then he'll come out and, and he'll bang on the the door at 2 a.m in the morning to know ask why we haven't moved the car yeah well we're lucky if he doesn't shoot me when i go in to hang up the clothes <laughs> Shoot you! He no, he's just going to pee on you. Okay, go. I've got to go. I've got to put our kid to bed. Okay, well let's just. Let's, <laughs> yeah, it's been a good episode. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Why don't you get out of the car? That'll be a good sound effect when you get out of the car and shut the door, just to sell the reality of this whole. Yeah, thing. we're really in a. Gu- and the bummer is, is that we're here in the southern hemisphere, and my dad, who lives in the boondocks, and you can usually see the most unbelievable stars. The Milky Way is. And, of course, it's cloudy and you can't see anything. Well, because tonight's a rainy night. It's a rainy night. It's going to rain. Yeah. We're going to go and see Despicable Me 2 tomorrow. Do you Lucky think so? us. I, I'd already told the listeners we weren't going to go do that, but we are. <laughs> oh, Dad's hanging out our washing for us. I can see him right now. Oh, win-win. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you, will you go in, and take, go in and have a look just to make sure he doesn't put anything of mine in the dryer? I had to go change the uh, cycle. So, okay. <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, yeah, so that's what it's like to marry an exotic New Zealander, ladies and gentlemen. Is she serious? Is is her dad really hanging out the wash? He is. Oh, my God. He's hanging out the wash. God bless him. It's an ladies and gentlemen, there is an 80 year old man doing my laundry at 930 in the night. If you don't think that's a win, then you may, you you better check your scorecard. Um, thank you so much for listening. Like I said, I've done my best. You've done your best. I really appreciate it. Um, it's above and beyond the call of duty. Maybe I'll turn on a little under under music. How about this? On the way out. Yeah. So we're just winding up, ladies and gentlemen. This episode has been an episode of the Jake This of Jake Johansson podcast. It's been the 52nd episode. Now, I can't promise you that they're going to all be this bad, but <laughs> I can certainly promise you that some of them will be this bad. And uh, of course, as time goes on, we try and we hope 
that our worst episode is behind us, but we can't always be sure of that as long as we are still making more episodes. So I remind you, don't give up. There will be plenty of time to give up later. And if I can set any example for you, it's that I am not going to give up after this episode. I've done my best and I appreciate you doing your best. It will be great to reunite with you back in America or to reunite with you or to unite with you for the first time down in Australia, Sydney, Australia. This Friday and Saturday, I'll be at the Comedy Store, and I look forward to seeing you there. Thanks, everybody, and uh, bye-bye. Well, that was nice, wasn't it? We had a good time. Didn't cost anything. All these episodes are free. I don't need to remind you of that. I don't need to remind myself of that. There is zero money coming in for this. It's all about love and pure stubbornness on my part. Thanks, everybody. And uh, I'll speak to you next week. Bye-bye. retrospect really was it that bad okay I yeah it was We won. Bye-bye.